0: Song aim of psychology largely is to bring up repressed feelings, repressed personalities even. When we repress a feeling or push it down, we push down a part of ourselves. And that part, for some reason, a psychologist should jump in and explain this then that repressed feeling or repressed part of ourselves, which could be called a sub-personality, it wants out and it tends to control us. Interestingly, jumping topics, but these will come together, violence is part of our DNA there is no doubt that those of us that are alive today are descendants of those that carried out violence the most efficiently we cannot deny that we can see violence uh, very clearly in other species um, some species of monkeys are just beyond comprehension, violence, uh, they'll, the levels of violence, they'll tear their enemies apart at the limbs. And uh, uh, this is really at its base, is a form of warring of the genes, right? Warring of the DNA. Because evolution is passing down DNA. And this can happen within a species. So eliminating the competitor's DNA is a part of that. And that can happen within a tribe and outside of a tribe. Generally, you'll see wars between monkeys. And I'm not sure what species of monkeys exhibit this, but uh, they do. Um, you'll see wars between tribes of monkeys and one tribe will completely decimate the other tribe. And then you see violence within the tribe where these are, um, you know, uh, they can be play fighting where, where it's, it's uh, establishing dominance and establishing the leader. And then in, in, in a lot of species, the leader is the one that procreates and the, the rest of the males are what we would call today as incels um, and so it happens within the tribe it happens without but it's not uh, we're just not able to dispute the fact that, that violence is a part of um, other species and, and when I say violence I don't mean um, a tiger taking down a wildebeest. That's eating. The tiger is not in any way. I mean, he's just getting food. I'm I'm more talking about within a a single species. Uh, Because we did not formerly believe that existed, and we now know clearly that it does. And so the same thing within humans. We've been um, taking other over others' territories uh, for a very long time. And now we have our leaders who are, are doing it for their own profit. You know, they're, they're supporting the petrodollar. They're doing all these terrible things in, in other countries to, to support industry. And that that's... That's even worse because the rulers are forcing it upon middle and lower classes. But that's another subject. The point here is that um, violence within the individual is, let's say, natural. And so we know from psychology, if we repress a feeling, and if you dive deeper into Jungian psychology that we're really... Repressing one of our personalities, and that's not—we all have multiple personalities, and it's—it's it's not a sickness. That's actually normal. Um, but again, that's another subject that I'm not getting too deep into. You can look up Jungian psychology, and in Jungian psychology, that's typically um, in the form of archetypes, and those are representations of like clusters of personalities or that sort of thing. So anyway, we can establish from that that if we repress an emotion or repress a sub-personality, that that is going to wreak havoc in our emotional systems, in our personality, um, that it is the cause of um, many very negative emotions, especially depression. And so, you know, That talk therapy, which arguably is effective or not, um, but in some form of, you know, maybe not talk therapy, but there's many forms of psychology of of exposing those to the surface and bringing those out. And really, for the individual that's bringing those um, experiences, emotions, personalities up to the surface so that they can look at them, so that they can introduce themselves to that personality and this is called integration because as a person does this they integrate that part of themselves into their overall personality or their personality group or or what have you this is no different with violence and you have a lot of parts of the culture or even some martial arts that are the peaceful way and frankly it's bullshit to really there's a necessity to dive deeply into the violence it's who we are and if you are doing anything less you are repressing it and we know what happens when we repress it. It overtakes you. It then becomes in control because for some reason our subconscious minds work this way that those repressed personalities are working to do things subconsciously to come out. So you can see this. You can see this in a lot of um, people How how do I say that that someone who might be wearing a tie-dye shirt and having a coexist bumper sticker on the back of their Prius. Not to generalize, but yes, I'm generalizing. Um, And so among a lot of these people, if you are aware and if you can read body language and facial expressions well... You will see among, not all, of course, because, you know, hey, I think the coexist sticker is kind of cool, and tied, I've never actually worn it, but I have nothing against it. Patchouli, on the other hand, is kind of stinky, but, you know, that's just a personal preference. But, as a general rule, in a lot of people that would fit into that category, not all, this is generalizing to get a point across. You can see some very aggressive body language and it's very easy to see seething micro-aggression expressions on the face if you become aware of them. These will express, these will express themselves in you know, you, sometimes you can see the the lower lip kind of kick to the side a little bit, so you can see um, or tension in that in that lower lip, things like that, that expose the inner feelings that are going on. So they may be talking peace and and this and that, but you can see that inside, you can see the emotion that is bubbling up inside and actually you can see which emotion is in control. And so this is somebody that has strongly repressed violence. They've pushed it down. They they're like it's a they they they're denying that it is a part of them. So in contrast you can see if you if you're around. I've been around a lot of people that are extremely good fighters, that know violence, that have trained violence, um, and you know have maybe they've been have jobs such as a bouncer in a bar or a bodyguard or that sort of thing. So they've been exposed to it, have been around it enough that they that they know it. They've brought it up. They've brought that warrior personality up to the surface. And a lot of them have made that warrior personality, and probably all of them. That that type of person has made the warrior archetype a very strong part of their personality. And of course, when the warrior archetype becomes a very strong part of the personality, that does not repress the other archetypes. That does not repress the lover, the king, the the joker that allows them to feel comfortable and be strong in themselves but again that's another subject we're talking about repression of the warrior, repression of violence so in these individuals you can very clearly, the individuals that the warrior is strong in in their body language you can see strength but it's relaxed it's a relaxed strength. The shoulders are back, but not forced back. They're back in, you know, the, the, the back muscles are holding them stably there, but there's no tension in the, above the upper shoulders. The face is relaxed. They can express, they can speak um, what they want to without fear because that, Warrior is them, and therefore the warrior is control. And the other part of that is that they know if a situation does go down, that they can simply handle it. So if they know that, you know, if violence arises, they can handle it, then there's not much reason to fear violence or no reason to fear violence, and therefore it doesn't have to, that fear and fear goes into aggression of course does not have doesn't arise it's not it's not necessary and so if you look at the body language of one versus the other you can very clearly see that in in the person wearing the tie-dye that there's extreme aggression being held in the body you can see the aggression in the micro expressions on the face and in the warrior you can see none of this all you can see is calm relaxed Confidence. So, the moral of the story here is you don't become nonviolent from running away from violence. You become nonviolent by diving deeply into it and understanding that it is your nature. And you see a lot of quotes going around these days about. You know, a strong man is is not is not a weak man or something. A strong man is a, is a a, a, a strong a, a, mon- a man who knows he's a monster who has it in control. Things like that. Um, you know, several people have said uh, have quotes out like that. Jordan Peterson says that things like that constantly. Marianne Williamson has has seen quotes from her. So. Um, it's, it's, it's an idea that is popping up more and more. And I thought I would explain it from my point of view. Um, I did not learn this from books. I learned this from observing over many, many years, decades. And I had seen it for so long. And as, as I continue to evolve as a person, um, I recognized it as a truth. Quite a long time ago, but as I continue to evolve, I kind of understand the underlying mechanisms of that truth, and so thought I would share. So, violence, the path to nonviolence is violence. The warrior. Is far more nonviolent. The warrior is nonviolent, and sometimes the hippie is violent. So think about that.